Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Local Procast. I'm Jesse Flores and today I want to talk about um, why I'm skeptical about some of those, you know, you see articles like this all the time, the best time to publish on X network is X or Y. Um, and I get really skeptical of these things and, and I want to share some of my perspective on this, um, even if there is some different data and different, you know, that different people have come up with. Um, you know, again, I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I want to at least share some ways to think about things like publishing on social media um, and expecting engagement. Uh, just, you know, for those of you that, that don't build algorithms all day long or don't think about these things, just a, a really helpful framework for thinking about this and maybe helping you figure out why you may or may not be getting engagement. Local businesses are the heart of their communities. Often they're the first people ask for sponsorships and are the first ones willing to give on top of frantically trying to grow their businesses. The problem is that they're facing increasing pressure from bigger, better funded, more tech savvy companies. So how does a less than tech savvy business push back in order to attract, retain, and engage more of their dream customers while growing profits? That's the question that this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Jesse Flores and welcome to the Local Procast. All right, so, Today's episode might be a little controversial. I, you know, hopefully not too controversial, but this is certainly something that, um, you know, I've had conversations with other marketing type people and even folks on our own team, um, you know, and you hear things all the time like, you know, the best time to publish is X or, and, you know, people spend a lot of time trying to figure this kind of stuff out. And then you have others that will just kind of publish things willy nilly and, you know, maybe they get more engagement and you're like, you know, what's going on? Why, you know, why am I not getting as much engagement? And so there are a couple of things that I want to just kind of think through um, as, as we're kind of approaching this problem. And one of them is going to be uh, related to what I talked about in the last episode, which is, is the content you're producing on any given network consistent with the network's goals in the first place? And I want to dive into that in a little bit more detail here and just kind of give you a, a simple thought experiment, which I think can help to frame a way to think about these networks. So Let's imagine we'll keep these numbers small and simple and round just to kind of think through this. So let's imagine that you, uh, you know, you're a business and you've got a page or even a person and you've got a page and you've got 100 followers. Okay, just a small number of, of followers. And um, those 100 followers, though, are also connected to 100 friends. And those uh, 100 followers are also connected to 100 other businesses, you know. And then those uh, and those followers are connected to, um, you know, and then there's 100 advertisers that all want uh, to to target that follower. OK, so for any one follower, right, there are a total of 300 people, let's say, that could potentially be competing for their attention. Right. Their 100 friends, their 100 other businesses or groups, and then the 100 advertisers who want to get into their feed. Now, imagine your Facebook as an example, and again, this could work for any number of platforms. So the the principle is what matters here. Now, imagine you're Facebook, and you are, uh, and one of those hundred people logs on. So at that moment that that person logs on, right? There are oh, and let's and let's take one step back, and let's imagine that each of those people. So let's imagine that those hundred friends each make one post. The hundred um, uh, businesses or groups each make one post, and the hundred advertisers each put out one ad, right? So the person logs onto Facebook or they open up their phone and they pull up their feed. And let's imagine that each of those 300 people each posted one thing. Right now there is a queue of 300 things 
that Facebook could show at that moment to that one person as an example, right? They've got 100 friends. Each of them have posted one thing. They've got 100 uh, other things that they're following. Each has posted one thing. They've got 100 advertisers, each putting one ad. And what they've got on their screen is real estate for one and a half, maybe two things to see. And then there's whatever scrolling. Now, Facebook knows they want to keep people on site, so they're probably going to give priority to uh, you know, to the friends and family thing. But even then, let's let's just re- relegate it to the friends and family thing. Which of those friends and family posts will get shown? There are, um, you know, there's a hundred candidates just for that category alone, right? And 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 beyond that, um, some of those people may post all the time. Some of those people may never post. And some of those people may post all the time and are used to getting engagement. Some will never post and are never used to getting engagement. And so now Facebook has also got the task of trying to figure out for those 100 pieces of content, which of those pieces of content is going to yield the largest benefit to the network. Probably it would be the combination of a post that the person that is uh, that, that the follower your follower is is going to engage with and which that engagement will also lead to more engagement from the person who published that post and will then lead to more scrolling right so we're already starting to think through this in, in a couple of different dimensions and now all of a sudden it's not okay you're not just like you know if i publish at 11:30 then it's got the best probability of of success it might be the case that more people are online at 11:30, but it does not follow that that's going to be your best window for success, or even that there is a specific window for success, because of the way that these algorithms are trying to essentially keep people engaged in a certain way, and the competition, both organic and paid that are essentially competing for that attention on a very small screen on a mobile device and on a slightly larger one on a desktop device, right? So when you're when you're publishing something and you're like, man, I'm not getting any engagement, it's important to remember that, uh, you know, we're in, in, in my made-up example here, we're talking about, you know, 300 candidates for that person's attention at a given moment. And by, Oh, and by the way, this is happening in probably a queue fashion because people aren't, you know, on, well, I guess some people are, but for the most part, people aren't on Facebook all day long, just scroll, scroll, scrolling. Most of us have jobs and other things to do. And so all those different posts, right, the, the more posts that are happening and there are, I don't know, there's some obscene number every every moment that are being published, uh, you know, is just building up the potential queue of things that when I open my app are now competing for my attention. And so when you're getting ready to publish, right, it's not just about your publishing at a specific time. You're now competing in a queue of probably hundreds or thousands of potential posts that this person could be seeing, and really only one of them is going to get served or two of them are going to get served. And then as they scroll, the probability of them seeing something you want them to see is going to increase. But remember, your one post is still competing with hundreds or thousands of potential posts for that one particular eyeball or that one particular set of eyeballs um, in the network. And you're competing with their friends, the other things that they follow, the other people competing for their attention on advertising, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, for Google, the, the shift is more along the lines of all the content on the Internet that could be available for them to look at. Um, and, you know, and, and one of the things that's important to notice is that search engine uh, result pages are dynamic, right? So, um, you know, 
Google's always testing these things. And so if you have an article that's demonstrated, it deserves to be kind of at the top and, and really will stay there, then yeah, it, it'll probably become fairly sticky. But you know, for the positions three, four, five, ten, whatever, those are constantly being tested, right? Things are shuffling in and out in order for Google to try and figure out which is going to keep somebody engaged and which, you know, which content is going to is going to demonstrate that it shows the best possible result to return. And so, you know, these kinds of this this is why algorithms are are are, are so ubiquitous and also why they're so much better at this than we are. I mean, this is this is massive amounts of data that they have to very quickly parse through to figure out probabilistically which things are going to work best for uh, the platform, which I talked about in the last episode, uh, and for the person who's trying to use the platform in the way the platform is going to get paid, essentially. And so, you know, if you're thinking about your your social media and you're thinking about, um, uh, you know, why am I not getting engagement? Why did I get engagement this time, but not that time? Um, you know, everything looks the same as it did last time. You know, you hear that all the time. I did exactly the same thing. Could have been a different auction, right? It, there could have been different things competing at that time. Uh, it, it could have been that um, you know this particular one got a lot more engagement for um, you know reasons that are completely blind to all of us because you know we don't know what everybody else is doing. You know, it's almost like playing a, a poker game and you have no idea what anybody else's hands are, right? But you know, everybody's got to everyone's got to play some cards, and it ultimately. Um, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be a winner. And in this case, uh, you're talking about, you know, thousands of potential items in the queue at any given time vying for two or three units of attention. And so, uh, and, and what I mean by that is two or three units of attention in a feed. And so, um, just something to keep in mind. And, and what does that mean for you practically? What it means is, first of all, I think it's, Stop stressing out about, you know, this gets seen and that doesn't get seen and, and you know, having feeling like you have to optimize everything, especially your organic posts. I, I don't know that there is a uh, an answer. I think that's why testing is so important is because every single post is in competition with every other post competing for that, you know, for an audience's attention. And it's going to depend on the size of the audience, the size of the audience's audience, and then who else is, is, is competing. Again, this is on social networks, but also to some extent on on Google. And so as you're thinking through your content, remember your content doesn't exist in a vacuum. And, and this is something I think we we think because as humans, like we're just sort of hardwired to see what's directly in front of us. But our content doesn't exist in a vacuum. Our content exists in the context of thousands of other pieces of content that are all uh, vying for very limited attention or ostensibly limited attention from audiences. And so it's really important that we're thinking and that we're, we're we're trying to be creative and that we're trying to be consistent with the platform's goals and that we're really trying to put our best foot forward, not just as best we can do, but as best we can do relative to everyone else who is also trying to attract the same audience. And so keep that in mind as you're as you're doing your posts, as you're putting together your calendars, as you're thinking through what you're what you're doing. Um, there are ab- absolutely some best practices. And at some point, uh, I'll probably throw some out here. But um, but it's also important to know that there's a certain element of math and that, um, you know, as much as you might stress yourself out about perfect times or perfect graphics or perfect headlines, and again, there are better and worse ways to do these things, um, 
depending on the size of your audience, you know, if you're in a local market, a small market like where we live in Lansing, you're a lot less competition than if you lived in New York, right? And uh, a lot less competition if you're trying to get recognized nationally versus, you know, in your local market. There's there's a lot of factors that go into this. And it's just important to recognize that when you are publishing, when you're advertising, you are competing with a ton of other pieces of content. Um, and so keeping that in mind might help you with with putting together better content, more helpful content, content that's more consistent with the platform's goals. And um, yeah, hopefully you found this helpful. Um, you know, I apologize it wasn't as practical as maybe some of the other episodes, but it is a really important thought experiment to do. And uh, and very often we hear people really kind of stressing out that they don't understand why, you know, why this posted well and that post didn't do well. And, you know, they, they seem like they're the same and, and they're forgetting that there is an entire kind of unseen cue that you don't know. And then there's a whole bunch of other factors that we don't know that can influence these things. And it's all ultimately done, determined by an algorithm whose job is is built to, um, you know, ever-changing algorithms whose job is to uh, basically make these businesses more money. <laughs> and that's it. And so uh, hopefully this is helpful. And if you thought so, please take a moment to like and subscribe. Um, otherwise, I will talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.